Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying, trying, told, trying, told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and I got my man, young Joey Crivelli, in the house. What's up, Joey? What up, big dog? Thanks for joining us in the, in the studio today. And I want to I wanna share with you um, out there listening, I mean, the, I'll just tell you this. Since, since I came into this business, um, I haven't seen anybody break my record. This isn't about me bragging. This is about trying, I'm trying to make you understand the magnitude of what Joey has been able to, to accomplish in our business so far. But my first year in leadership that no one in those 12 months, no one in our business has broken those first 12 months in leadership back in 2006 um, since I've been here. And Joey is on pace right now to break my first 12 months in leadership, that record from 2006 right now. So I'm super excited about that. And that'll tell you a little bit how special that I think Joey is and, and how much I think the listeners can gain uh, from from Joey. So 23 years old, then I'll let him dive in a little bit more to about his story and, and who he is and his upbringing and, and stuff like that. But I'll just tell you, absolute trendsetter, trailblazer, you know, in our business. He's here less than two years. He's on pace to make over four or $500,000 in his, in his second full year with, uh, being with us and was with in the air force for a few years, just a really, really special thing that he got going on. And, and I think there's a lot that people can learn from you, Joey. So why don't you walk us through, you know, telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are and your upbringing and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Um, appreciate you big dog for having me on here. Uh, so I was born and raised in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, not too far from Youngstown, probably like 20 minutes away, something yes, like that. And um, so growing up, I was I was an only child, um, raised in an all Italian family, super high energy, super energetic. Um, my grandpa was was a business owner himself, so I got a lot of wisdom from him before he passed away when I was pretty young. Um, but growing up, I was always like a rebel, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't a good high school student. Um, I was not, I, I would say that I wouldn't say that I wasn't coachable, but I just recognized that there was no one that I wanted to be coached by. You know what I mean? I was very in tune and I had a lot of, a lot of social intelligence when I was growing up in high school, all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't want to be like any of these people. So I'm not going to listen to a word that they say. I'm probably going to break all the rules and I'm going to do everything opposite of what they say until I find someone that I want to be just like because I would tell my mom that I wanted to be super successful. But only child um, had my mom and dad when I was around or when, when I was young, I had them both around my mother and my father. Um, my father always would teach me to believe in myself even though he didn't really believe in himself and he had his own issues, he would always implement that into my thought process when I was young. And my mother was just always super crazy about getting things handled, taking care of everything. So I kind of got the best of both worlds, even though they ended up splitting up and I really didn't have my dad in my life as I got older. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But that's, that was, that was my brain. So, so as you got into our business, how long have you been with us now? Uh, 15 months. 15 months. 15 months. months yeah. Okay. So 15 months, and uh, I, mean, I can't believe it's only been 15 months, Joey. That's that's 
crazy, yeah, crazy. crazy, bro. Time flies, yeah. right? Yeah. But that that's amazing. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people don't even get their first or second promotion in 15 months, and, and what you've been able to accomplish <laughs> is, is, is nuts. Um, but I think, you know, you've had success early in the business, and one of the things that <clears throat> that's cool to see is that, you know, you came in with a, with a couple of friends, you know, people right. that you knew already. You started your business here um, with – and, you know, in a business that just naturally, it's not just the agency, it's just the business in general naturally yeah. is, is, is not always simple or, right. or easy. It's simple, right. but it's not always right. easy. And it just has a certain level of turnover. You know, not everybody, right. not everybody's going to make it in anything great. Not everybody's going to make it. Right. You want a black belt in jujitsu? Not everybody's going to make it. Yeah. You want to be a millionaire? Not everybody's going to make it. You want to be a Navy SEAL? Not everybody's going to make it. You want to be a doctor? Not everybody's going to make it. So not right. everybody's going to make But your people, you've had like a lot of people <clears throat> make it. And right. you have a lot of people still here. Like a lot of your friends are still here. Right. The ones that you that you started with. So talk to us a little bit about about that. What do you think about? Right. So I think it's important why? to go back a, a couple years before we came here. Um, it's it's when I got when I had when I left the military. Um, I left because I wanted to start my own business, and I met one of my good friends. Um. We didn't really have any idea what we were doing. None of us had no degree, no experience in business, sales, leadership, anything at all. We just knew that we wanted to recruit a team and that we had a vision to to be great. We didn't even have no real business or business model or anything specific as to what we were gonna do. Um, but we just were, had the vision, just the, just the vision of being great at something. Yep, and more so just the principles and the attributes and the qualities that it takes to get there. Yep to whatever it would be, we wanted to build that together. So we gathered a couple kids from Newcastle, from the area, from different high schools, and we would just read books together, watch business movies together, have meetings together, um, put business plans together. And I remember a lot of their parents would tell them, like, who is this kid that because they would tell their parents like we're going to this person's house to work and they're like what do you mean you're going to this person's house to work go to college or go get a job you're like no we ain't doing that so long story short pretty much all of us got kicked out of our homes uh we would go to my one friend's house where his grandpa would allow us to work out of the living room everybody was mad at you everyone was mad like parents hated us the the kids parents hated us my parents my mom hated me not hated me but she was like y'all are just throwing your life away you know what I'm saying? Go get a secure job. Go do this. Go do that. But we knew what we was doing, you know. Um, and long story short, we did that for two, three years through COVID. Made zero dollars for three years. Worked out of Barnes and Nobles. Not here. No, not before we came. Yeah, here. I don't want to scare everybody. Yeah, out there. yeah. Before, before we came here. came here. Yeah, here is where it all crazy uh, though. Yeah. Bro. So then, so three years, you guys are grinding together. Yes. Not making money. Yeah. Going and, to Barnes and Nobles. And about two and a half, maybe like two years into that, I met, I ended up meeting you and we built a relationship and you started mentoring me and what I was doing before this. Um, the, one of the, one of the businesses that I was trying to make happen before this and some things went wrong with that came here and we already had that mindset. Like th there was no, there was no getting down or getting sad or getting negative or or having doubt or confusion when things would go wrong here because of what we had already just faced the past two years. Mm. So all the adversity was a ad blessing. It was, was a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Makes you stronger. Yeah. For all the other people that typically, you know, a little bit of adversity throws them off. Sometimes 
that was already built into the mindset of look, we know how to get through adversity, right? How to get to where we want to go. T- talk about you know building a vision early on and having your team, you know, creating a tight knit team, right? You know, maybe share some characteristics of some of your top people. You know, talking specifically about how to build that culture, the vision, the culture, right? I think the way the way you got the way to build it, the way that we built it is the only way I know. Um, when when it would be people like me, Jaden, Braden, Dimitri, Michael Panella, a lot of the people that are still with me uh, here right now, we would we would write down on paper our visions, our purposes, our goals, like a, a big plan, and then we would take different attributes or qualities that that we would study together, like loyalty, like respect like discipline, like ambition, like curiosity, creativity, you know what I mean? Integrity, all of that honor. Um, And we would spend weeks on each one of those. So if it was loyalty, like it would be loyalty month or, or respect month. And we would just find all these different ways to implement them into our team way before we came here, like when there was nothing, you know what I'm saying? When we were in each other's basements yeah, and just talking about how important it was. And then we would, we would write down what we wanted to do together. For example, if it's like, you know, we want to impact society by creating a business that affects X amount of people in X way, in this way, you know what I mean? And we would have it on the whiteboards every night till 3 a.m., be up till 3 a.m. every night. This is when we were in grind mode, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have a we, no one told us to have a schedule or anything like that. So we were just going all out, sleeping like three hours a night. Um, but we, we, we built that together when there was no prize. There was no, there was no return or we were not getting any incentive. So it's like we were in the trenches together. And I feel like that's where we built that really big bond. Mm -hmm. Um, but the vision was all created by us saying like we threw this far goal that this goal just super far out and we talked about how it would affect and change all of our lives and our families' lives because we all came from the same place yeah where we don't see none of that Mm -hmm. like i used to think that a chevy impala or the new cadillac that was 40 grand like that was it that was like the top yeah i'm saying you can't get no higher than that that's what i grew up thinking in newcastle you know what i mean yeah so that's yeah same for me speaking about you know, you guys getting together, staying up late, working <laughs> on the business, you know, stuff like that. You know, being that you guys are young, you have such a young culture, young, young crew, easy to have certain distractions. Right. You know, it's, everybody's easy to have distractions, but young, you know, how do you not let the distractions of partying all the time, going out to the club, you know, people of the opposite sex, you know, stuff yeah. like that, throwing so much at you. You know, because you watch so many young people get distracted and not be able to focus because of those things, you know, so they're out partying and having a good time and all that stuff. How are you able to, you know, keep up with that and keep people focused? Right. I think like in regards to that, it's important to say first is that we are going to go through those temptations being thrown at us. And you can't get away from the fact that one person might slip up every once in a while and almost go towards it, but then you got to reel each other back in. That's why we have each other. You know what I'm saying? So like back in the day, I would be, I I used to be very extreme. Like when we would be working together, if, if I seen one of my friends, you know, like he's going down one of those paths, maybe a little bit, I would, we would go to the furthest extremes to bring everyone in the group together, almost like 
Like, we were extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, if one of my friends would have drank one night, we would have treated it like we were about to send him to rehab. And you got all families there ready to go. And it wasn't even really that big of a deal. But we cared about each other that much that we built that culture early on. Like, we're not letting that slide. And I feel like what made it possible to be that extreme, especially with young kids who don't completely understand why yet, is because if you have that vision and that purpose and you could always connect the now with the then. Yeah. Like, okay, well vision. Yeah, like Braden, if this if this is gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Well, think about in fifty years when you're supposed to be the head of, you know, a multi billion dollar organization that we all build together, what's gonna happen then? Or if you snake this person now, what's gonna happen when you're responsible with twenty billion dollars under your name and you could access it at any point? You think anyone's gonna trust you to do that? So we would always just connect it and remind ourselves with what we were actually going towards. So it seems like very easy. A lot of people think like, well, you're, why are you trying to dictate my life or, or make me not be able to do certain things? But when you have that together, it's just like a, a little check mark on the way there. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, you know, because of that maturity that I seen from you all, you know, with the, even though you were youth, you know, youthful <laughs> and young, you know, I, I knew that when we decided to have the partnership here in the agency with Shazier that right. I wanted to pair right. you guys up together because I think you guys would be able to do a lot for each other. Tell me about that relationship and partnership, you know, right. so far with, uh, with, with Ryan. Yeah, man. Ryan is one of the greatest dudes. Uh, I think the one thing that me and him have in most in common is we both could think like abnormally large. You know, like where people kind of got to reel us back in because we'll start talking about $150 million houses in the Hamptons. And I'm like, you you always tell me sometimes we got to bring it down a little bit and execute the now versus just focusing on the then because we'll, we'll get to that anyways. But I feel like the reason it works so well is because we can think that big. You know what I mean? Like the things that Ryan has achieved, it's like a point zero 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 one percent of people can achieve something like that. No doubt. Like some people make it to the NFL, but he didn't just make it to the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? He was in the top one percent of the people in the NFL. Yeah. So he's used to winning at that level. And I honestly get a lot of wisdom from him because you've always coached me on removing ego and being coachable. And I feel like he's probably had to go through that more than any of us constantly people throwing like love and attention at him throughout his whole career. So, but the partnership is absolutely wonderful. I think we're going to, um, I think what, what we could all do together just in the city of Pittsburgh and then expanding from there into other areas, we're going to be able to change a ton of lives. I know. Yes, sir. You know, talk about, you know, just the city of Pittsburgh, you know, I think you've built a solid network outside <laughs> of our business, you know, just people in the city of Pittsburgh uh, that I've met through you, and I know you've built a solid network here in Pittsburgh, you know, hosting events, you know, stuff right. like that. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Right. So I think the way that the way that I look at that is, in all honesty, you taught me how to, how to do that. A lot of people only think about what they could get out of something. And I don't think that way. You know, I don't go out thinking about can I because a lot of people have that like that network mindset of like oh I'm going to go out to network because I need to advance my business I don't think about that when I go out I think 
about what you taught me and how you told me Jim Serace taught you is how can I go out and maybe impact someone's life tonight? Or how could I build a relationship where we could do great things together and, you know, maybe put something in place where we change someone's life? That, that's all that I'm thinking about is how can I meet someone and build a long-term relationship to where we have a genuine bond and we could do great things together whether that be in our business, whether that be in their business, or whether that be in a collaboration or a nonprofit, eventually something like that. So when I go out, I go down to the city, I put on events, anything like that. It's really just to show people in the city that young people could do something. You know what I mean? Like growing up in Newcastle, that's where it started. Because it's like a little tiny community where everyone wants, everyone knows each other and not a lot of people make it. The first thing I wanted to do is show people there that you could do something. Now we're in the city of Pittsburgh, and I feel like there are a lot of young kids who they see the stuff on social media, you know, like the kids from L.A. or the kids from Miami or New York. And they're like, oh, well, those kids are famous on social media or YouTube. But like that ain't really real around here. Like there's a place in Wexford. Wexford, Pennsylvania, areas agencies where you could come and make a million dollars in a year whenever you want if you put the work in. I don't think people know that. I didn't know that this place was 40 minutes from where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? And if I would have, I would have never went anywhere else from the jump. But crazy, right? It's it's crazy. And I felt the same way. I'm like, yeah. I never even knew stuff like that even existed. Right. It was even possible. Right. To be able to do something like that, man. It's 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 amazing to see what you some of your team and people that you're coaching because I know the feeling that not only have you had success, you've had a ton of people, young people on your team having a, a bunch of freaking success. And, and, and what sticks out to me is your culture is, is, is getting into them. I mean, you could see the loyalty that they have to people and the, the way that they treat people and, and the way they carry themselves so young and their values one of the things that I that I love, you know, the most about you and your crew is is just the the level of coachability, yeah, um, that you've been able to have. You know, I think a lot of times, people when they have success, they don't want to listen, you know, yeah. to anybody, and right. and then there's levels, as you know, as a leader, there's levels to coachability. You know, you can be coachable, but then there's on a scale of one to ten, you're a five coachable, or you're a nine coachable, or yeah. you're an eight coachable. Right. But it's very rare that there's 10 coachables, right. you know what I mean, out there. And I've always, you know, been amazed at what somebody that was just coachable would be able to do, even without a ridiculous amount of talent. Just average talent and super coachable right. would be able to do. And what you've been able to do is is pair great talent and vision and also be super. equally that coachable. Right. It's like playing both sides of the field, playing offense and defense. Like, talk to us about what that means, how you've been able to be coachable, how, how do your how do you teach that to your to your people right. and how important do you think it is for people's levels of success? I think that everyone ends up getting to a point in their life where they forget that it was the coachability that got them to where they were at. And when you look at I cuz like I study history a lot and everyone gets to that point where they feel like they're the one now. Like, I'm the guy. I'm untouchable. They lost that fear of God or they lost that fear of coachability. You know, like they get to that point where they feel like they don't have to be coachable anymore. I feel like that is my biggest fear. Like, because I look at you and 
I don't ever want to not look at you the same way I've looked at you that, uh, that I, like how I have my whole entire life since I've known you thus far. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to get to the point and be like, oh, I don't have to listen to him anymore. I don't have to listen to my mentors anymore. I don't have to fear God anymore. I got it all. So I feel like if people just remember what got them there and who who did what for them, then they'll never lose that. You know, I feel like I'll be 50 years old still being just as coachable with you as I was when I knew nothing about this business. I'll never feel like I'm, I'm too good because the reason that all the people who follow me are like that is because they see that I'm like that with you. And it's why I got the, the tattoo on my leg that says student. You know what I'm saying? I'll forever remain in that mindset. And coachability is not just, oh, he told me this and I did that. It's like, it's the way that I look at you, the way that I pay attention to everything that you do, the way that I watch how you talk to other people. You know what I mean? And then just imitating that. It's the same thing with the fear of God. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as you veer off that path, that's when everything is going to crumble. And that's what you see every great person in history who crumbles. That's the reason why. So I feel like coachability mixed with having an extreme love for failure, like those two things, and then you throw loyal, loyalty into it. What do you mean by love for failure? Like, I remember when you first started. Right. And you were like, this is when I really knew you were a whack job. <laughs> I'm like, you were like, I just want to fail. Yeah. I just want to fail. Yeah. I've never had anybody tell me that they just want to fail before. Yeah. But I get it, and, and it means so much, you know, that, that what you were saying in your mind and to me is that, like, I'm down to fail. I understand that part of success is failure, right. and I'm willing to get out there, and instead of avoiding failure, I'm ready to go out there and get this done to right. move, move past that. So talk to us about that. Yeah, so I feel like other than coachability, that's the biggest thing is just falling in love with failure because a lot of people, like, you're going to suck at anything that you start to do if if you told me to go learn football right now, I had to go out on the field. I'm going to suck for a very long time. You know what I mean? So a lot of people have that fear of being the fool. It's like in our business, the people will go away and start to call or go away and start to run presentations, you know, with, with selling insurance. And, and I'm like, no, you got to want to be right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Like the best people right out the gate, they want to be sitting right in front of me, knowing that they're going to suck, knowing that they're not going to sound good. Just, embracing that because that's just life in general. By the time that I met you and I told you all I want to do is fail, it's because I know where the past three years of trying to start four businesses and trying to bring 15 people along and messing everything up, I know where it got me. It got me to a place of wisdom and peace and confidence in my ability that when I was placed in the right vehicle, I knew it would take off. But that all came from that love of failure or even just the love of like the fact that you can't control what happens in life and loving whatever is whatever is dished at you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the love of fate and knowing that each step or each failure is just another like necessary step. Stepping stone. Yeah, it's stepping stone. Y you talk about principles a lot you know, a lot of, uh, about your team and, and what you teach them going through a whole month of, of this one thing. Right. Talk to us a little bit about your principles. Right. You know, you talk about and you try to teach like loyalty, respect, right. All that stuff. So the way that I, the way that I try to 
teach principles, there's two there's two factors to it. It's the principles themselves and how extremely that the group adheres to those principles. You know what I'm saying? Because when you look at businesses, they all talk about principles. They all talk about their core values. But how seriously or how extremely are you taking them? You know what I'm saying? Like I tell my guys, if you cheat, if, if I find out that you was cheating on your girl or cheating on your wife, I ain't never going to work, want to work with you ever again in my life. Because if you could snake the closest person to you, what are you going to do to me? What are you going to do to one of us in this group? Like, that's just an example of how extremely we adhere to our principles inside of the business. And when we're out in the city or when you're out with your girl or how you raise your kids or how you treat your family, you know what I'm saying? So the, the, the principles themselves are one thing, the, other than our principles like respect, self-control, loyalty, growth, all of those, the other one that I add into it is authenticity. I try to allow my people to be very authentic and to voice exactly how they feel all the time, their opinions, their ideas, their creativity, because if they, if they aren't able to tell you what they're thinking or if they have a fear of pushing out their ideas or their opinions of the group, you're just going to build this like God complex where everyone is afraid to build together and it's just going to be you at the top. Your, your organization is going to eventually crumble. You know what I'm saying? But the two most important ones to me would be the loyalty and the authenticity and then the respect and the self-control, all of that would follow. Speaking of the, uh, authenticity, um, you know, there, I know you've, you know, we've talked about it and, and I've tried to, you know, give you some of my challenges over time with it and talk you through some of these things. But talk about some of the fear, uh, anxiety, stress, right. you know, things that you've had to handle on your way to having success. Yeah. So I think that I don't think a lot of people talk about it enough or people like people will have it, but they just won't put it out there. I'm like, I'm, I'm straight up with it because I've never experienced like I didn't experience anxiety or any of that kind of stuff until in eight months time, I was responsible for 40 people's lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's so all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any anxiety until I met you. Brother. <laughs> no, but like, but it's, it's good. And that is what I think that I wanted to talk about when I brought it up. Anyways, I think the problem with anxiety is society frames it as a negative thing. It's like responsibility, taking on as much responsibility as you can is a good thing. Having anxiety is a good thing because it's it's trying to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's trying to direct you in a in a certain path. I'm not saying people out here like with real mental illnesses. I'm not saying that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm just talking about when you got so much going on that you got to get it together and you got to schedule it all, or you're not used to a situation or you're not, you're not used to being in a certain place in life. You know what I'm saying? But I used to have fear when I was younger and it was like, it paralyzes you. People, people run away. And I was telling someone this the other day, like when you run away, like if you're running away from a dog, right? You're, you're not paying attention to where you're running. My, one of my best friends was running from a pit bull when we were uh, younger and he ended up jumping on the neighbor's truck and they pulled a shotgun out and almost tried to shoot him because they thought they were, they, we were robbing their car. So when you're running away from something, 
you're not paying attention to where you're going. That's that's how most people treat fear. They run away and then they end up somewhere worse because they're they're not paying attention to where they're running. They're paying attention to what they're running from. You know what I'm saying? Versus running directly towards the fear, the thing that you fear the most, because at least when you're running towards it, it might be more miserable than running away from it because you're running towards what you fear. But when you get there, you realize you have all control and you got courage now and you got self-confidence now and you believe in yourself now. And then all the anxiety just dissipates. It just disappears. You know what I'm saying? Because all the anxiety just stems from a lack of belief or a lack of confidence um, or uncertainty from the future anyways. You know what I'm saying? What what advice would you have for, you know, young people out there, you know, young people in the in the business or just young people in general, you know, trying to reach a level of of success being that you're how old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four years right. old. Twenty four years old now. Um, give us give us some advice you know, to people in their 20s, right? early 20s. Yeah, I would say the f the first thing is you got to develop a vision and a purpose. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's like a work in progress. You know, I would tell my guys, just, just write it down and add on to it. You're going to change it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got it up on a Google Doc or a Word document, you're going to delete some stuff. You're going to add some stuff. It's always going to change. But if you just start it now, you're going to have more direction. And that already eliminates a lot of fear and anxiety when you have direction. You know what I'm saying? Then you add a reason behind it. The purpose is the why and the vision is the what. And then you've got the goals to tell you exactly how to do it. What what room for any for any kind of anxiety or uncertainty or doubt or fear is there when you have that? The second thing is, and I'm not talking, I don't want to seem like I'm telling people to go against their families or their teachers, but you got to find the right people to listen to. Like I broke every rule that any person ever told me until I met you. I kid you not. Other than if my mom was right some of the times, you know what I mean? But until I met you, someone who I wanted to be like, that's when like, I found the dude. I'm going to listen to everything he says. But until then, same thing. you're going to have to break some rules. You're going to have to, to be an independent and free thinker and a lot of people are going to hate you for some of the decisions that you make because you're going to lose friends. People are going to hate on you. They're, they're going to judge you, talk about you, say you changed, say you ain't the same. You got to let all of that stuff go. And that takes being insane. So you got to be a little bit insane, a little bit of crazy in you to, to do all that. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you what tips do you have for people that struggle with, you know, people hating on them or, people right. t you know, telling them all oh, you changed or you think right. you're better than everybody else because anybody that's that's gone anywhere up has 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 had that you I know think, happen you I forgot where you come from you change you think you're better than everybody else stuff like that right i think it's how you frame your way of thinking about it because i know why i used to have trouble with it it was the way that i framed my thinking around it i would think that i was the disloyal one you know what i'm saying like me outgrowing you is disloyal. That's how I was raised. And that's what the world teaches you. And that's what I thought. <clears throat> you got to just change the way that you look at it to, I'm not disloyal for outgrowing you. You're disloyal for holding me back and not growing with me. You know what I'm saying? Because some of the real friends that I still have to this day from back then, the ones who were real, the ones who were loyal, the ones who didn't inhibit my growth just because they didn't want to grow. 
they would tell me, they'd be like, go do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that may be meant for you. So, that ain't meant for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you just change your way of thinking, like I, I had to tell my mom <clears throat> when we were determining on if like she wanted me to go back to the military, get a stable job. And I was like, I'm going to live in an abandoned house with my friends to build a business. She didn't like that. And she really didn't like it. Like it, it could have almost ruined our relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't have liked it either. Right. <laughs> My son's like, I'm going to live in an abandoned house, actually. <laughs> Build a business. <laughs> but I, I remember what I told her because I had the vision of the future. I told my mom, I said, listen, mom, if we want to have a good relationship long term, because you're all I got left. I don't got no other family. I don't got no brothers, no sisters, no father at this point. No, no other family except for you. If we want to have a good relationship when we're older. I got to do this now because if I don't do it now, I'm going to end up resenting you and blaming you for the to, for being the one who stopped my dreams. But if I do sacrifice now and maybe we hate each other for a few months or however long you want to hate me, you know what I'm saying? But I get to go all in and take that chance. Put it on myself. I'm put it on myself. Yeah. I can't won't blame resent it on you. you. I can't blame you. And then we'll be good forever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Fire. And when I was able to frame it like that in my own mind and know the truth, I knew I really believed in myself and I couldn't blame it on none of them. Very, very good tips for people that feel like they're called to do something and are just afraid to go against their parents yes, sir. because they want to be a good person. And then same thing for people that have <laughs> friends or, or whoever. You know, as you were giving your analogy, I was thinking, bro, you're so smart. I, I got to show you the analogy of Snoop Dogg. You know, you're young. You know who Snoop Dogg is? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Doggy Dogg, yeah. still still relevant to the young <laughs> pups. All right, so the the he showed a, a video where he was talking about that, and he said, uh, like, separating from bad influences or friends or people that don't want to grow. Right. He said, he said, as I started to go up and climb up, he said, the only way that I was ever able to connect with my friends and people was for me to go down right and keep coming down. He's like, but I gave people an opportunity to put in the work and do stuff with me and they would have to step their game up and people didn't want to do it. Right. The work, right. put in the work, or, right. you know, do whatever was, was required. So he's like, I started to realize the only way for me to close this gap, if they're not willing to come up is for me to go down. Right. And I had to keep on, pulling myself down right in order to come down here. And, and, and that's a, has a lot to do with the way that you were explaining it. And I think a lot of people that come from cultures, you know, like Newcastle and Youngstown is, you know, the whole mindset is, you know, if, if you make it, you know, we all make it and you right. know, that whole deal. And, you know, I think it's, it's, that is the right mindset of, you know, when I look at the people that I'm still surrounded by or that I'm still close with from my childhood, and, you know, everything from, you know, normal good people to gangsters, you know, are, right. are still <laughs> in my in my friends list, yeah. you know. And, and it's people that are still around are the ones that weren't hating on me when I had to do what I had to do in order to go where we needed to go. Right. Because I couldn't do anything if I, if I didn't elevate, right. you know. So I think that's genius of you. You know, earlier, you know, I was – you know, I was saying I knew you were a whack job, you know what I mean? But, you know, really, like, not a not a bad whack job, like right. a Steve job whack job, you know what I mean? Like yes, like a, a very intelligent, you know, smart, you know, person that people think is crazy until you, 
until you realize that it's the truth, you yeah. know, and it's in its in its intelligence, man. So um, I just really, really am I'm grateful, you know, to have you in the business. It's been a joy to watch uh, and build a business, you know, with you and alongside of you and uh, play a role in in your life. I'm really excited to because you're down for the long haul you're down for the process you're Forever. a process person like me you know you're a long-term thinker yes, you know so when i look at this picture and i play it out 10 years or five years man it's really really exciting to see and i know you're you're on the same wavelength with me that i can talk big i could talk about doing 200 million and and it's not gonna intimidate you or you think that i'm crazy yeah uh, you i know, play it all you're out crazy enough i play i play it all out like a movie in my head like I've already had thoughts about when you're 80 years old and I'm 60 or whatever and like whatever is going to be happening. I think about it all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big things coming. So if if uh, Joey, we got to have you back on yes, again sir. sometime real, real soon. Joey's just dominating, dominating the deal, dominating the business and, and uh, walking, being what uh, I would want people to be. You know, for me at the age that you're leading people, man, just, you know, there's no no bigger influence in somebody's life typically than their coach, you know, that they're spending. People are spending the most time of their days and lives with us. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And, yes, and so the influence and impact that you can have on generations of people by the way that you, you know, continue to walk. Neither one of us is perfect. You're not right. perfect. I'm not perfect. Right. But for 20, 23, 24, you know, I know you turned 24, but, you know, for 23, 24 years old, to have the amount of success that, that you're having, you know, to make the amount of money that you're, you know, currently making right now and be able to still walk with with a level of, of respect and humility and not doing dumb stuff, you know, together with your people right. is is uh, something really admirable and uh, something that I'm grateful, you know, to be in business with. And, yes, and uh, the best is yet to come. Yes, sir. So love you, brother. Love you, too, man. And uh, hey, guys, if 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 you know of anybody that this would impact or can help share it for us. That's how we expand uh, the opportunity to impact people mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, which is the mission statement of, uh, of the organization. So you could have been doing anything and you chose to spend some time with us today, and I'm grateful. So thanks for joining us on another episode of The Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Yeah.